0: Joe Biden in the news again today. They can't they can't lock him away in a secret bunker fast enough. He's more dangerous to his campaign than Michelle Obama was to her husband's campaign and they locked her up the first time around. She's now on the road with Oprah saying exactly the same thing. If we have time, we got to get into that. Michelle Obama nonsense coming up in just a second. Also, uh, we have the uh, Biden latest on Donald Trump and the election. Elon Omar looks like she might be in trouble. We haven't gotten uh, to have a chance for me to comment on the uh, George Floyd uh, video that has been released. Much to the chagrin of, uh, of the Attorney General in Minnesota. Gee, I wonder why. And I think we're going to begin there in 60 seconds.
1: This is the I Glenn Beck Program. Yeah.
0: And I say I think because there's so much on our plate. It's Friday, America. Glad you're here. Uh, Relief factor. Dealing with pain on a regular basis, especially really bad pain, is something that millions of Americans are forced to do every single year. Life is not always fair and learning to live with the pain is really really difficult most of our pain comes from inflammation and fighting that inflammation is often the best way to get rid of our pain but a lot of the times the things that we take to try to handle it will have negative effects on us at the same time so if you are struggling from pain and you've tried everything may i suggest you try this for three weeks and see if it works don't you don't have to make a long time commitment. I'm going to say, try it for three weeks. Seventy percent of the people who try Relief Factor go on to order more month after month because it works for them. I've been taking it, and I honestly I did not think it would work. They've been an advertiser of ours for a long time, um, and I had tried absolutely everything, and some things worked for a while, and then it stopped working. I finally took Relief Factor because my wife is like, you gotta tell me, otherwise I'm not gonna listen to you. Oh my gosh, she just goes on and on like that. You don't know what it's like living with her. Um, But uh, I started taking Relief Factor, and two years later, I am still taking it because it works. Not a drug developed by doctors, and it will help you. Just give it a shot. It's nineteen ninety five for the three-week quick start trial. Just try it out at relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84, relieffactor.com, 800 Hello, America! All right, we have a released tape, a, uh, a tape that was smuggled out from Keith Ellison's uh, cold hands. Uh, and Keith has said in the Washington Post that he did not want this, this video released um, because he didn't want to release anything that might help uh, the, uh, uh, the defense. Well, this is, this is a real problem um he's they they smuggled out this tape he doesn't want you to see this tape i think he wants america to see this tape after the trial i think this tape is meant to be kept uh, under lock and key until the trial or until right after the trial um, and the police officers are let go Uh, Or uh, they are receiving charges that everyone would say is insane because this was such a bad uh, example of really bad police. This this is horrible. They killed this guy. Well, the problem is, is you are going to have a really hard time making the case that anyone except for the officer that was kneeling on his neck did anything wrong. Now, remember, Keith Ellison is trying to go for, I think, wasn't he, Stu, wasn't he going for attempted murder or, or accessory to murder, something like that for the other officers, overcharging these other officers and trying to say that they knew that he was trying to kill George Floyd. Yeah, that, I mean, and that seems
2: completely to, ridiculous. So these guys are the first ribbed. day of their job on the job and are supposed exactly. to call out this veteran <laughs> off. I mean, that, that, it, that always seemed
0: ridiculous to me. Okay, but now that you see the v- body cam video, and I'm going to show you a couple pieces of it, now it's going to be almost impossible to make that charge. Because what you have to dismiss now is the evidence that according to the body cam footage on the arrest... A woman that Floyd is apparently with is telling him, stop resisting, stop resisting. So he's resisting. He's saying that he can't breathe while he's standing up and while he's in the police video. Now, let me play a couple of pieces here. Here is the woman George Floyd is with counseling him, telling him, stop resisting. Listen.
3: Please don't shoot me, man. Please. Step on the face away. You can you not shoot me, man? I'm not
4: shooting. Step on the face away. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> please,
3: please, please, man. Please, please. I didn't know, man. <laughs> Get out so, of the
0: car. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know man. Stop resisting. She's saying, "Stop resisting. Stop resisting." Now he is flying high on fentanyl. Now. Fentanyl. If you've ever had it, I've only had it once. I had it after surgery because I'm I, I mean, you have to it, it's like you have to give the drugs uh, that you would give a horse to knock a horse out. I have actually woken up on the operating table before. Um, drugs don't generally work on me. Um, might be something in my past. Uh, I built up a resistance to them. I don't know, but uh, they generally don't work on me. And uh, I've they've had to put me down uh, after I after I had surgery uh, to keep me out of pain. They had me on a cocktail that included fentanyl. Fentanyl wasn't it. It included fentanyl. And I remember I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I, I didn't even know that I had a patch on me. I was just fresh out of the hospital. D- certainly wasn't aware of what that patch was or anything else. And at the time, I had never heard of fentanyl. Um, and I woke up in the middle of the night. And I woke up. <sighs> and I couldn't breathe. And uh, I was so drugged by this stuff. And I remember hearing you know, a voice, get up, take that patch off. Uh, and then I fell back to sleep. <gasps> woke up a, a second time, barely able to breathe. If you don't get up and take the patch off. You won't wake up again. I remember hearing that in my head. Uh, So I got up and I took the patch off. The next morning I said to my wife, what is that patch? She had never heard of fentanyl either. We read about it. We're like, holy cow. It says right there on the box, end of life only. It is a very dangerous drug. And not just because it's almost immediately addicting, but because it is for end of life use only. And it is it it suppresses your um, uh, your respiratory system so much that it's easy for you just to stop breathing. Okay, so when he's saying and he's sitting in the police car, I want you to listen to this. Here he is. This is this is um, before he's laying on the ground. Listen to what he's saying here. I'm
1: not that kind of guy,
3: man. Take a seat, yo. I'ma die here. Take a seat. I'ma die, man. You need to take a seat right I'm now. Die. And I just asked. No, COVID, he's
0: standing man. up.
3: Hey,
4: okay, I'll seat. roll the windows no. down. Hey, listen. Dang, man. Listen.
3: I'm not that kind of guy. I'll roll the windows down and put my legs in. All right. Stop. Look at that. Look at not that. Even look, look at it. Look at it. We can fix this,
0: but now while you're standing up. Hey,
4: okay, man. God, don't do me bad, man. No, he's standing man, up. I don't want to try to win. I don't want to try the win. I don't want to win. I'm just a boi. I'm just a boi. I got anxiety. I don't want to do nothing to them. I'll
0: roll the
4: window down. Man, I'm scared. Okay. Okay. If yeah, I start breathing, when I start breathing, it's gonna go out on me, man. I'm gonna stop breathing. Okay. 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 me count to three. Let me count to three. and I'm going in. Please. Please. I'm not trying to win. I'm not trying to win. I'll get on the ground or anything.
3: I can't stand this, I mean, He, he know, know it. He know it.
0: Okay, so now the police are trying just to get him in the car. You're hearing somebody in the background, stop resisting, just get in the car. This is not the cop that is only saying this. This is the people that are with him. He's saying, I, I'm afraid I'm going to die. I can't breathe, yada, yada. We'll open the window. They're acting exactly the way cops should act. Just get into the car. We'll open the window. Okay, okay he's afraid i can't breathe i can't breathe that is the fentanyl in him now i'm not saying that he that the the cop shouldn't have you know kneeled on his neck he shouldn't have kneeled on his neck no questions asked the cop did wrong however to claim that this was murder is insanity to claim that the other officers who you know are just there and seeing this guy Say, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Um, you don't know if he's actually saying that just to resist the arrest. You don't know if he actually means it. You don't know. Now, me, personally, I would say uh, I would err on the side of he can't breathe. But I wasn't there. Um, Stu. Stu.
2: So are you saying when you say it's, uh, to say it's murder is insanity, are you saying like to say it's like this premeditated murder where he's attempting to yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to kill the person? Yeah,
0: where he got up in the morning and said, I want to kill a black person. That's right. ridiculous. Okay. That's ridiculous. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be considered for charges of of perhaps, um, uh, you know, some sort like of negligent homicide, homicide yeah. negligent homicide, sure. something like that. Um, But not the other cops, not the other cops. And at least you could make the case. A reasonable person would say not about the cop that knelt on his neck. There's no excuse for him kneeling on his neck. George Floyd should not have died because of somebody kneeling on his neck. If he would have died in the squad car saying that he couldn't he couldn't breathe, he couldn't breathe with the window down. Uh, they'd still be blamed they would still be blamed but that is the fentanyl now if you can't breathe because of fentanyl your respiratory system is so depressed if anybody's even kneeling on your back which would have been fine according to police you know uh, uh um uh You know um, procedures. uh, I can only think of procedures. Thank Mm you. Um, Because of police procedures, you you could put your knee on his back, but I think that could have killed him too. With fentanyl racing through his system and saying, "I can't breathe," you know they didn't know he had fentanyl in him. So now that you know that he has fentanyl in him, you would know, yeah, he really can't breathe. But that's the drug talking. They would have accused them of wrongdoing, even if they would have just put him, even if he would have gotten into the squad car and then he would have died because of the fentanyl, they would have accused the cops of doing something wrong. There's one cop that did something wrong, kneeling on his neck. But it is not premeditated murder or anything else. And I personally think that Keith Ellison tried to suppress this information to flame the fires uh, to, you know, just keep fan or, you know, fan the fires. I don't know what's wrong with me today, Uh, but fan the fires to keep those embers burning hot and also to increase the outrage when these guys are found not guilty Because Keith Ellison has overcharged them. And gee, I wonder when that's going to happen. But I think that Keith Ellison has overcharged them. And I said this before this video. I think he is overcharging them. And I think he's doing it for a reason. Because he wants these guys to win in court. He wants them to go free because it will set the cities on fire a second time. Is there anybody in the media That is willing to look at the truth I know Tucker Carlson did There are very few people I think Matt Walsh, Tucker Carlson They were the very few That actually took this on And said this is wrong And they are right to do it and, they're, and, and no one is saying That the cop is right What they're saying is This changes the view Of everything The cop still can be guilty but this does change the view of things. But why would anybody in the media want to do that? Especially when there's an election to win. What's happening in New York now with the Attorney General. I don't know if you saw this. The Attorney General is moving to dissolve the NRA. This is The political timing on this is phenomenal. I mean, if people cannot see what is happening in our country and how the deep state and its allies are moving in directions to do everything to dismantle the the chances of Donald Trump winning and this this hostile takeover of America if you can't see it you never will you just never will and i remember saying 20 years ago i can't imagine Americans seeing things and we don't even understand each other anymore that we we can watch the same event because that's what's you know been foretold you know and in the, in the end days it'll be like this that one side won't understand the other at all and I couldn't understand how that could happen we're there we are there i don't know how Americans who are being honest are actually viewing things and seeing something entirely different they are seeing a story that is completely false and fabricated all right uh let me uh stop for a minute here and give you our sponsor it's simply safe top of the line home security does not have to cost you an arm and a leg it doesn't have to be so complicated that you need a team of engineers to assemble it you don't need any of that stuff The world is crazier than usual these days, and it is a really good idea to protect your family and your possessions, make sure that everything is secured from what is happening in our society. It is lawlessness that is happening, and it's only gonna get worse. You need something that is cheap, affordable, um, the the best that money can buy, um, and will keep you safe. It's simply safe. It's easy, it's affordable. It doesn't lock you into a contract um, as things you could have this simply safe, you can install it yourself. You can have it, but you say, I don't want the monitoring right now. and then if things start to heat up in your area for a few months, get the monitoring. When it starts to cool off, cancel the mon- monitoring. You are in control with simply safe. And that, Honestly, anything that gives you control over your life is good. Simply Safe is the ultimate in giving you control of your security. Head over to simplysafebeck.com, get a free HD security camera, find out how easy it is to install, how much money you're going to save, and how good this system really is. It's simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. 10 second station ID. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So, Stu, how have you been? Pretty good. I'm just glad to see that good. you're alive here. You were I was on the borderline there for a little while. Well, it still is. You know, when's the voting stop? When's the voting for the Hall of Fame stop? Uh, Sunday. So you can, still, people can still go I, to RadioVote.com and vote now. But we will find out. You know, the doctor cleared me of COVID yesterday. Cleared me of COVID. Had all the symptoms except for the fever. Uh, but cleared me of COVID. But what I heard him say was... Uh, don't stop the treatment of people voting you for you on the Radio Hall of Fame or you could be dead by Sunday. So he views and that as like, treatment? He did. In, in many ways, a fewer words than that. More of a feeling I got from him mm-hmm. uh, that uh, he's like, if you don't, if people stop calling, and voting for you for the radio hall of fame if they stop going online at radiovote.com mm-hmm. and don't vote for you for the hall of fame you could be dead by sunday and i was like wow are you sure doc and he answered uh, me you know uh, you know just through this feeling uh, that yeah absolutely oh my god dead mm. dead Dead by Sunday. That's terrible. Uh that's terrible to yeah. hear, Glenn. And people should
2: definitely cure you at radiovote dot com. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now it, it may not work for everybody. I mean, it's not as reliable as hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> okay. Um, but this treatment has been approved for me. Um and uh and I don't want to die. I don't want to die. So My life is in your hands. You can vote at uh, (laughs) RadioVote.com. So you actually
2: are, you did actually test negative for the vid. Test negative,
0: yeah. And I went to another doctor, I you know, I had to test done by another doctor. Uh, But I've been treated, you know, prophylactically uh, for COVID. And I'm telling you, I think that stuff works. I'm the only one in the family that didn't get COVID. How is that possible? I'm the most likely candidate. Uh, so did you... Um, uh, did, did not test for the antibodies. Right. So you don't know. You may have potentially already yeah. had it. I um, may have already had it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but uh, you know, everybody in my family uh, has, has had it in the last three weeks, four weeks. And uh, I didn't get it. I had all the symptoms, but I didn't get it. I, I, quite honestly, I think it is... So why were you out the last the couple minutes? Were you having a, on a bender, or what was the... Uh, I don't understand. Yeah, what? no, I was just drinking my face off. Oh, okay. I, I heard the doctor say whiskey. Whiskey would do it. Really? Uh, no, I had all the symptoms except for the fever. This
1: Felt horrible, but not COVID. Program.
0: <sighs> all right. Thanks for outing me on that one, Stu. I was taking a couple of days off, personal days. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, nothing is worse than having a uh, you know having to fire an employee. I mean, it is it's horrible. It's horrible. But then having to hire the right employee, especially at this time with everything that is going off. Uh, I mean, you need to make sure that you have the right hire. I mean, the wrong employee could destroy your business right now, and you've got enough to worry about. ZipRecruiter is really the the way to hire people. We use ZipRecruiter at The Blaze. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate for the job within the first day. There's a lot of people that are looking uh, for a job, and the the resumes will just build up. You don't have time. Let them sort through it. They have a smart system that is really incredible and they will help you find the right person for your position at zip recruiter find out why it's so effective by trying it out for free zip recruiter.com slash back zip slash back you never know when glenn's terrible illness will come back unless you cure him
2: oh. at radiovote.com uh, go to radiovote.com <laughs>
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Hello, America. It's Friday. I think Joe Biden uh, has said it best. And if I, if I may, could we just let's get his uh, viewpoint on Hispanics? Because I, I mean, he's a genius.
3: What you all know, but most people don't know. Unlike the Mm. African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community (laughs) with incredibly different attitudes about different things. Oh, wow. Black
0: people. So uh, unlike black people who are just lockstep and they think alike on
4: everything. Uh, Wow. And that's not the first (laughs) time with him either, because he just said, if you're not black. Yeah. uh, I mean, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. You're not black. I
0: mean, this guy, Mm -hmm. does he know? Does he know like the king of all black people or? He does. Does he? uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd like the information that shows him uh, that uh, all black people just think alike. Yeah. Can you imagine? Interesting. Can you imagine if Donald Trump, if Mm -hmm. I would have said that, I'd be Mm -hmm. off the air today if I would have said that. I mean, that's incredibly
2: racist. We should note, too, that uh, Joe Biden not only said that, but then reiterated it. Uh, he said it twice. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a mistake. He misworded it. He, he said the
4: same thing two separate times. And then he tried to deny it mm-hmm. afterwards by saying, earlier today, I made some comments about diversity in the African-American and Latino communities that I want to clarify. In no way did I mean to suggest the African-American community is a monolith. Well... Not on what do you say? Not by identity, not on issues, not at all. Well, what do you mean? No, that's the opposite of what you said. What you said, yeah. (laughs) This guy is, I mean, it's it's
0: incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And then, if I may, let me play what Cuomo has said about Donald Trump. Listen to this.
3: We had assumed the president was refusing to help us with testing because he was making a political calculation. But regrettably, we may have been wrong. Today, this Mm. president gave us reason to believe that his judgment may not just be bad, it may be impaired. Did you hear this? Those are the rantings of someone shouting at the sky and hoping for spare change. (laughs) <laughs> what? what wow He's wow okay. this is in response yeah, I'll, get, sucks.
0: I'll, I'll get it it's in res. Mm. in in response to something donald trump said yesterday but did you hear what he just said first of all the first time cnn has admitted that they were wrong yeah yeah <laughs> we, first we time weren't hard enough on the president that that's the problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. we were wrong this guy is the devil himself <laughs> um we just thought he was a spawn of Satan we were wrong he's satan um so the first time that they've admitted that they're wrong they're calling him mentally impaired biden on the other hand no he's totally fine but they're saying he might be mentally impaired now here's the statement from donald trump that made him say that listen
3: you will have a crash in the markets Because he's
5: going to double and triple your taxes. He's going to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible. Because he's following the radical left agenda. Take away your guns, destroy your second amendment, no religion, no anything, hurt the Bible, hurt God. He's against God, he's against guns, he's against energy, our kind of energy. Uh, I don't think he's going to do too well in Ohio.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, not real eloquent, but that's not what we expect from Donald Trump. But he's right when he says, uh, you know, he's against God. Well, I don't know if he's against, I don't know if he's like in in his bedroom going, I'll thwart you, but he is in league with the people who are, taking away the rights of the religious. He is in league with people who are Marxist, who are anti-God. I don't think that Joe mm-hmm. Biden is anti-God. I, I I don't know if he even... I don't even know if he understands that he's still alive today or he <laughs> understands the concept of God at this point. Um, but his policies and the people he surrounds himself will, with... Are you telling me that this movement is not... They're burning Bibles uh, in Portland. And the left is saying that we're just making this stuff up. That these guys aren't really even there. They're figments of our imagination. I don't know. I think denial of what's going on is kind of anti-science
4: and anti-God. Well, they're backing backing a movement that is... Marxist and anti-family, thus anti-God, I'd I'd have to say. Uh, When you're trying to break up the nuclear family, that's against God's precepts. So, uh, yeah, you can make the case. You make the yeah, case. Yeah, you
0: can actually make the case. You can make the case, but what do I know? I could be dead by I could be dead by Sunday um, <laughs> if people don't vote for me for the Radio Hall of Fame. That's what the doctor. That's what I heard the doctor say. So, oh, well, man. you are a
2: doctor, so you probably did actually hear a doctor say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stu. Thank you for pointing that out. Thank you. More evidence. More evidence that you should vote for me for the Radio Hall of Fame. I hate doing that. I hate doing that.
4: Which, but, well, uh, ha- hate having threatening, to... Threatening yeah,
0: uh, Having to tell you the
4: truth that right. I might die <laughs> if you don't vote for me.
0: <laughs> I I hate to do it. I hate to do it. Now, at but,
4: least if you yeah. die, you won't come into the studio on Monday, right? And f- infect the rest of us with whatever COVID-19 stuff you've got r- running around in your body.
0: I don't so. have any COVID. I, I do not have the vid. Well, Are you going to deny science? Are you going to say that these, these highly accurate... uh uh, uh, tests 99.9 percent accurate you're telling me that
4: i can't trust the test Uh, i'm gonna say there's a chance that you have it anyway i'm gonna say that maybe you get two tests and then Um, yeah yeah one more test is good Yeah, let's let's do
2: another one really
4: Really? one more test is good did you not say earlier this week you said earlier this week that your two weeks of quarantine begin when tanya gets completely better now yeah. she wasn't completely better earlier this week. So when does that two-week no, but these, period start? This,
0: no, this uh, this uh, it started two weeks ago. Uh, she got better. I I'd say she was better by Tuesday. You know, she was on the mend by by Monday. She was better by Tuesday of this week. But it is f-
4: it's yeah, Friday But it yeah. is f-
0: yeah, it is Friday. I know. Yeah, I know, but. I'm in quarantine. Yeah. It feels like four weeks. So I've doubled <laughs> the amount of time.
5: You're not
2: you like quarantine. You know, I, I don't know why you're so opposed to quarantine. You'd basically be living it by choice for multiple years. <laughs> Is that funny
0: to you, Pat? <laughs> 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 yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, <laughs> 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 you know what? You know what it is. I'm just. I'm just done with it. I. I mean, I've just done with it. You know, I. I quarantined. I. Did, you know, did everything i was supposed to do. It's been five. Mu- what has it been? Five months. It feels like five months. Yeah, it is five months. Three months. Yeah. No, it's been five it's months. It's five. Yeah, months. It's half a year since I have worked in the studio. Half a year.
4: Well, if a year is 10 months, uh, just, yes, it's half a year, but the year's not 10 months. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to just <laughs> I'm going to I'm just trying to point so out hard. your faulty math here cuz it's not been 14 days yeah, either true. yet. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get the
2: vid
0: from you. I don't want the rona Neither. from Glenn. Yeah. Okay, so, well, I won't come in if everybody's like a baby about it. I won't come in.
4: Well you yeah, won't to be in. babies no, about it. I, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, no, I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine I'm fine with that. If, if if nobody wants if nobody wants me in, I'm fine with that. How I long can it. we? I because
2: it. what if no one wants you in
0: for longer in two weeks, than a man, couple man, weeks? I'm coming <laughs> in, and I'm going to lick your face in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> what is your contract run out? What if we don't want you in until then? It's my studio. <laughs> I own the studios. How come I'm the mm. only one not working mm. there?
2: It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, <sighs> so we, now you can come in, and we'll stay home. What, all I know is I'm not going to be near you anytime soon.
0: All right, so it'll be two weeks from next Tuesday, then. Or it would be two weeks right. from last Tuesday. No, you're Tuesday.
2: right. now. T- next Tuesday. I think you were right the first time. Uh, it's next Tuesday. In fact, when you say next Tuesday, who could even define on which Tuesday that is, right? It could be right. 100 <laughs> Tuesdays from now. Because
4: by the time Tuesday rolls around, it won't be the next one. Right, you and have, you have to, to wait until... After
2: that. Eventually, we'll catch up, I think, if we just keep asking ourselves, what's next Tuesday? And then we'll do two weeks from that day. Just keep asking yourself okay. every it makes day. It
0: makes perfect sense. I feel, like I'm sec- I feel like I'm talking to the teachers' union. <laughs> That's that's what's happening. You guys have joined the teachers union. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that in New York, if they have one case of COVID in a school, they're shutting it down? That's what the teachers' unions want. One case, shut it down. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's
2: obvious. It, <laughs> it, wow. it's, this is. I fully expect my kids to be home at some point this year for a week or two, or who knows, right? Like, I think yeah. you have to build that in as a parent going into this year that, you know. It's going to happen. Yeah. One case, I think most most schools will not close down for one case. However, there will probably be mini outbreaks, you know, here
0: and there all over the country and you know, seven, you know, eight did,
2: kids get it. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna cancel that.
0: Did you guys see the the latest from the CDC now, oh the warning for our kids in schools? There's some new disease that they're saying is like polio yeah, saw that, and they're saying that mm. it will. Yeah, it will paralyze our kids, mm. and uh, we should be very aware that this this fall, you know, our kids could start getting becoming paralyzed. <laughs> You're like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> it has nothing to do with COVID. Where did this one come from, China? What? <laughs> when did this one happen? It, what? It's funny too because we've heard a
2: lot about these like weird outbreak diseases for kids. Some of them related to COVID. Some of them not related to covid but the numbers on like overall deaths for kids are way down like way down um in, a, in now they're way up for everyone who's not a kid but they're way down for kids and you know they're trying to figure out like what's going on what's those because you know there's been these these arguments about like oh there's maybe more suicides or more drug deaths or whatever and they're going through the numbers and and under 18 the the numbers are way way down what well, they think that the situation is, is number one, like, you know, less people, you know, a big cause for kids to die would be like car accidents, right? And like, those aren't yeah, obviously yeah, happening yeah. nearly as often. But the other thing is, is like, parents are home all the time. So it's like, parent, you know, kids aren't like, you know, getting under the cabinets and I don't know guzzling bleach or whatever the hell. No more pi- Tide Pod <laughs> challenges, I suppose. I don't know what could I don't know. Be Can happening. I tell you
0: something? I am about to I'm about to have my teenagers take the the uh, Tide Pod challenge. Right. I mean, <laughs> kids being home after 5 months, which is not half a year I just found out. Uh You're welcome. <laughs> you are you parents are really starting to say a tide pod if he doesn't take it maybe i will i'm just i'm, I'm just saying maybe pat gray unleashed uh,
2: available uh, every single day get your uh, subscription on youtube or of course on podcast
0: want to talk to you about Temp and Toss, the first paper thermometer strip available for retail. This thing is the best. Uh, my wife had one on my forehead uh, for the last uh, couple of days. It was nice. She was not looking. You're not looking me in the eye. No, just checking your fever. Just checking your temperature okay honey thank you temp and toss the first paper thermometer strip available for retail there's no mylar there's no battery everything is assembled by adults with disabilities here in america um the the uh, goodwill industries or enterprises and east coast uh east co for uh, uh better living these are the people who are putting these things together um, so it, it just is really good for families It's great for taking the temperature of kids. It's also now um, they're using it like the Ford factories are using it. You put this strip on your head. It's really, really accurate. Or you, I think you can put it anywhere, really, but, uh, you know, on the forehead. And uh, then people can see, okay, he's he's got a fever. I think I got to go get away from him. Um, Right now, they have options where you can buy them in 3,000 or 5,000 strip rolls. For your business, we're going to put them in uh, when we open our doors back up at Mercury. We'll be using Temp and Toss. Uh, I highly recommend it. We've been using them at the house. My daughter loves it with her little kids because it's impossible uh, to get a temperature for a kid, especially when they're sick. And it's just it's tough. uh, Tempogenics. This is a, a woman run business. Two women out of Ohio that I just love these guys. Um, they have done something that is good for the consumer, good for businesses now. Toss. It's available at Tempantoss.com slash back to work. We're putting it in our business. You should have it in yours as well. Tempentoss.com slash back to work. Also available at major retailers.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: Do we have the audio from Joe Biden from yesterday uh, where he was uh, talking to the CBS news reporter? And they, and they asked, uh, you know, have you had a cognitive test at all? Listen to this.
3: Have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Take a test. Come on, man. That's like saying, man, before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think? huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do person? you say? to President Are you a junk, Trump
4: a
0: black who man
3: brags about his tests and makes your mental state an issue for voters. Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I I, I know you're trying come to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with them, you know, it, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, uh, yeah. I am. Uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, mental, fi- my physical as well as my mental fi- fitness.
0: <laughs> I, you wouldn't believe this if it was written for a movie. You would not believe it it's it's just remarkable my mental capacity <laughs> I mean, at, at least Woodrow Wilson was in office before this stuff happened uh,
2: you know this right. is like nobody I, knew it yeah. yeah I mean this is like he's everyone everyone
0: can see this all Democrats know what's going on here they all know it yeah the question is, Who's really going to be president? Because it's not going to be the vice president. It's really not. Is it Center for American Progress? Who is in charge of the next president? This
1: is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Have you noticed? I don't know. Maybe your hair isn't
2: looking as full as it used to. Not you, Glenn. You look great. But... You know, uh, everyone else <laughs> might having those moments. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. No, you know, I, I have been taking a generic drug for my hair. I've been taking it forever. It's the only reason why I think I have hair.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, it does yeah. seem like all that works. Uh, there's pretty good evidence that it, it does. does work. It does. And, uh, you know, you could do this. You could go to the pharmacy. Try not to go broke as you're trying to do what Glenn's talking about. Or you could try keeps <laughs> from the laser, from the comfort of your own lazy boy. Uh, you can uh, get the same doctor recommended FDA approved hair loss treatment but keeps offers the generic versions of about half the cost uh keeps.com is the place to go keeps.com slash save they're going to save you 50 percent off your first order and like you know this is 2020 there's no reason to deal with uh, losing hair like like the old days uh get this fixed get it fixed sat, uh, fast with keeps.com keeps.com slash save it's keeps.com slash save
1: to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the Glenn Beck Program
0: Hello America and welcome to the Glenbeck Beck Program. It is Friday. We are going to go to Congress for a few minutes with Thomas Massey. Find out exactly what is going to be happening with this stimulus bill. Uh, there's also something that is a little disturbing. Those two things that are disturbing to me uh, that nobody is talking about. The idea that the central bank our fed would start opening up bank accounts for everybody in the country so they could just deposit that money directly into your own new fed bank account that's what they're encouraging europe to do is that on the horizon here and a story that came out that nobody was talking about where the the spy agencies will not confirm with congress that they are not being spied on Are our elected officials being spied on by some sort of deep state or not? We have that and so much more with Thomas Massey in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, if you are looking to sell your house, now maybe the right time. Mortgage rates are going through the floor. Uh, and unfortunately, if you're a buyer prices of housing is going up because it's getting harder and harder to build new houses. We'll tell you about that hopefully later on in the program today. But Robert had a uh, difficult situation out of the gate. He was trying to sell his property. Uh, he lived several hours away from it. When he called real estate agents, I trust, he was paired with uh, a, one of our real estate agents, Brian. And thank goodness that he was because uh, that was just the beginning of Robert's troubles. The house went on the market four days before the entire state shut down due to covid nevertheless brian went to work and went above and beyond all expectations and helped robert ride out the storm he took advantage of the downtime to help robert solve a number of the issues with the property so by the, by the time the state reopened it was in better condition than it was you know when it was listed, and it sold right away as soon as they opened the state the sale was going through Robert is grateful that he went to Real Estate Agents I Trust. He's grateful for Brian, and so am I, that we could pair these two together. Find the right real estate agent for you that will go above and beyond through realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you, realestateagentsitrust.com. Thomas Massey, Republican from Kentucky. I hate to even call him a Republican uh, because because I I just I think that's a label I wouldn't want uh, right now. Uh, He's an independent thinker. Uh, He's uh, part of a new HBO documentary called The Swamp that I want to talk to him uh, about here. Uh, Welcome to the program. Thomas Massey, how are you? I'm doing great, Glenn. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling fine. I, I had all of the symptoms except for a fever. I went and got a test, and I I tested negative. I'm the only one in the family now that hasn't had COVID, um, but I tested negative. But I think that's because of my, my doctor. Has had me on a, a aggressive uh, uh, flight of of you know uh, zinc and hydroxychloroquine. As soon as the family got it, I started taking that mm-hmm. as well. And he said, "We're going to make sure that you don't. We don't. We've we done. We've done everything we can to make sure you don't get it." And I think it worked.
5: Well, I've got some interesting news to share that nobody knows yet. Uh, I took the COVID test, the swab that goes up in your nose. I took that last Friday. Oh, but that's also. Fun. But I also asked them to draw my blood and do the antibody test. And lo and behold, yesterday, the FedEx guy delivered my results, and I have the antibodies. So that means... So you've had, you've had, had the vid. I've had the Rona, and I have recovered yeah. from it. And I've got three... The titer uh, of my antibodies indicates I have three times the level that's required to donate plasma. So I would happily do that to help uh, wow. anybody I can. But I'm convinced I had it in January. I was laid out for four days, no energy. This was the end of the Christmas recess, uh, a fever, a sore throat. I, I laid on the couch for four days, because this was before we knew uh. what Rona was, but I knew I had something and I didn't want to give it to my family. And uh, I went to the doctor. I hadn't been to the doctor for a sickness uh, in like 10 or 15 years. <laughs> That's how sick I have to be to go to the doctor. And I said, look, i got to go back to Congress. Give me whatever you got. And they gave me a, a strong antibiotic shot and an antihistamine. And uh, I re- I was feeling better within a day.
0: Hmm. You know, the plasma thing is what uh, stopped it in, in Italy. I mean, the, the plasma treatment seems to really work. If Nobody's it, talking about that here. Uh,
5: you know, I've talked to doctors here in Kentucky who used that early on and are convinced that it worked so yeah uh, i'm happy to donate my plasma and i just wanted to share that i wanted to get out there and and tell folks about this so but let's talk about other stuff
0: (laughs) yeah can we talk about what's happening in uh with the stimulus bill what 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 what, what's going to happen today is the day right today
5: is the day uh You know, they say they'll give us 24 hours notice if they come up with a deal. This is the problem with the swamp, Glenn. There are four or five people writing this bill. And and in reality, it's probably staff that are doing it. And uh, then we're all going to be called back, given 24 hours to read it, and told to take it or leave it. And then you'll be vilified if you vote against it. In fact, they'll try not to have a vote, but they know that I will force it, so they'll probably go ahead and have the vote.
0: So what are we looking at? thomas and and uh, and how does this end uh,
5: <laughs> how does it the big end end i mean it ends with the yeah, I mean, uh, nobody mean, we, loaning us money at the federal government and us printing and hyperinflation that's how it all ends eventually
0: well we, we we don't have to go very far on that right now 95 percent of all of our treasuries that go up for sale are purchased by the fed the biggest buyer in 2020 of of the uh, national debt or anything that we spend has been Jerome Powell. I mean, it, it's all being purchased by by the Fed right now.
5: You know, you said you hate to call me a Republican. I have some friends who call themselves collapsitarians or accelerationists. <laughs> 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 and, and, and actually, I think they're the party in power. <laughs> because wow. The, this is going to accelerate the collapse of the dollar. I believe. and
0: I, I nobody, say- nobody's willing to say that. and all of the signs are there. They're all there. I mean, we, we, we've been downgraded, I think it was by Fitch, uh, not in our actual AAA score, but in our outlook, uh, as I think dangerous uh, was, was the word they used. Um, <laughs> we're printing money. We're borrowing it from the Fed. There's no end of the spending. Uh, China and Russia just hit the point where they can now de-dollarize and not have to worry about it. Uh, they've, they've traded all of their treasuries in except for you know a small number for what each of them held before and they have purchased gold they are already on the move and they are in they're trying to convince others to do a basket of currencies or whatever else which would collapse our dollar and i don't think anybody really understands thomas what that means when that happens i don't think the average person understands collapse of a dollar and what it means
5: Let me tell you how unsustainable this is. We're on the path for a $4 trillion deficit this year. I looked it up. The income tax generates $2 trillion. So we would have to triple the income tax rate, and that's our biggest source of revenue for the general fund is the income tax. We'd have to triple the income tax rate. If you're paying 25% of your income, you'd have to go to 75% to cover government spending this year. That's, That's assuming that that kind of tax rate didn't kill the economy. So it's just not sustainable. Here's another way of looking at it. $4 trillion divided by 435 congressional districts is $10 billion per congressional district. I mean, that's 20 counties in Kentucky are going to have to come up with $10 billion at some point to cover this coronavirus spending. It's just not sustainable. It's...
0: it's it's not going to happen. The dollar will collapse. Tell me what a dollar, a collapse of a dollar, looks like to the average person. What does that mean?
5: Well, it's going to hurt the average person more than it hurts the upper class.
0: Oh, yeah. The upper class is not going to, they, they won't feel it.
5: Right. They're hedged. They're, they don't have all their money in dollars, and, and uh, they've got hedges against the stock market and everything that they hold. The, the average person is going to see their savings go to nothing if they've got any savings. The retirement income, that's in fixed dollars. Your Social Security is in fixed dollars. They're not going to adjust that for hyperinflation. So that evaporates as well.
0: Since we started this, the dollar has declined in value by 10%. That means if you had $1,000 in the bank, you still ha- it'll still read $1,000, but you only have $900 worth of buying power and and people aren't understanding that a 30 percent drop or more is very possible in you know in the span of a very short period of time where you could lose the buying power of of half of your money that, it's, that's it's depressing that's staggering
5: but uh, but i know you have a lot of depressing topics <laughs> to talk about and i was excited <laughs> well can i to talk about some of the other I, ones
0: yeah well let me talk about let me talk about the swamp, the new uh, HBO documentary that I can't believe is on HBO. Um, talk to me a li- talk to me a little bit about
3: it
5: yeah yeah uh, so they followed me and Matt Gates and Ken Buck around for a year. We gave them unprecedented access to our staff, to our offices, to our homes. They could have really screwed us on this movie uh, and even though uh, when a lot of Republicans watch this movie, they're not going to be happy because it's critical of the president it leans to the left in some ways even though all that's true they really gave us a fair shake they did not distort anything that the three of us said they didn't take our words out of context and it's somewhat of a miracle that this movie is on hbo and uh, all in all i think it's good we did it we took that risk because we needed to get the message out not just to the people watching fox and by the way fox doesn't even cover what's wrong with the swamp uh, mm-hmm. but we needed to get it out to a broader audience and they and i think they've helped us do that uh,
0: i love your part where you are you're talking about um, the capital is the death star and you're you're trying to find the weakness and you end up in the trash compactor yes
5: that's my daily grind <laughs> you know there was an exhaust port on the death star and the other analogy right. to the Death Stars, they're always wor- they're always working on it in the movies, right? But it's even though it looks like they're working on it, and the capital's always got scaffolding on it, right? It's fully functional and capable of destroying happiness anywhere in the universe. Like that describes the capital
0: as well as the Death Star. That's really <laughs> that's really sad, isn't it? I mean, it's really <laughs> it's, crazy. And you know, we were just talking about Joe Biden's. Um, sanity and you know i'm not saying that he is you know alzheimer's or anything else he's just at least having the natural decline that happens to people when they get older but he is really slipping he's not going to be the president and i don't think i mean if if he would win he's not going to be running things and i don't think it'll be the vice president either who's actually behind who are you voting for if you're voting for for uh, uh joe biden Who's running the show? It's going to be the, the people who
5: stay in power, whether it's a Bush or a Clinton or an Obama or a Trump. They're just below the political appointees, and uh, they have the most power because they've been there the longest. And they just expanded that part of the government in the National Defense Authorization Act. They created a cyber czar, a permanent position in the executive branch that has 75 full-time uh, equivalent reports who are not political appointees, who who will decide the cyber policy. Now, they'll say it's for security, uh, but it's going to be – they're going to dictate standards not just for the government, but for any company that wants to interact with the government. And so they're going to be the ones perpetuating the back doors and all your software and whatnot.
0: Um, let me let me transition um, to another story that I read, uh, that the intel community will not confirm that congressmen uh, and senators are being surveilled. Let That's me, disturbing.
5: Let me share a personal experience with you on this, Glenn. We went down in a skiff. They called uh, some of us down in a skiff. And they said, we have uh, reason to believe Another country is trying to basically infiltrate Congress or or make connections with you all. And while I was sitting there, I realized they are covering their posteriors here. Mm. My suspicion was they are spying on some or all of us in this room, and they want to uh, disclose it without disclosing it. So instead of asking the briefer in that room whether they were spying on me or anybody in the room, I asked the briefer, if you were spying on one of us, and one of us asked you if you were spying on us, would you tell us if you were spying on us? <laughs> it could that set them into a flitter, and they, they so got, what did they say? They they got flustered, uh, couldn't complete sentences. I mean, it was the body language, and then they basically refused to answer the question, which which is an answering of the question. Okay. Uh, so
0: so so hang on let me take a break i I want you to come back and explain what that means um to the average person uh and what it means to you in in congress or the senate or the white house if the intel uh, community is just eavesdropping on everybody you know for their own safety what Mm -hmm. does that actually mean and we'll get that answer from you here coming up in 60 seconds first let me tell you about our sponsor. It's car shield. Remember the good old days when life was fine. The birds were always flying around singing that bright and happy song and they'd sit on your finger. And no, that's Mary Poppins. That didn't happen. Uh, now we're living in a world where, you know, your car is going to fail. I mean, it just is. As soon as it runs out of warranty, it's going to start having problems because they're all geared to you know run for a certain amount of length. How do you make your car last longer especially if you don't have a warranty because things are just so expensive and you can't fix them yourself anymore car shield will help you take care of all those expensive repairs so you don't have to and their protection plans can save you thousands of dollars for a covered repair you can pick your favorite mechanic or the dealership to do all the work and best of all there's no long-term contracts or commitments car shield the plans are customizable their payment payments are flexible and the rates start as low as ninety nine dollars a month it's car shield they've helped over a million drivers which is why they are america's number one auto protection company get the coverage today and see why car shield cars go further call 800 car 6000 that's 800 car 6000 mention the promo code back or visit carshield.com and use the promo code back and you'll save 10 percent. deductibles may apply it's carshield.com promo code back seconds. station id Thomas Massey is uh, with us, Congressman from Kentucky. So, what does that mean if if Congress members are being spied on? What
5: does it mean? It means that the people you elect aren't really in control. Uh, and by the way, it's it's part of the broken Congress. If we had a spine in Congress and if members had any power, one of us could introduce a bill. Or put a rider on the funding bill that says none of the money that we give the executive branch can be used to spy on us. Yet, you couldn't. there's no way you could get a bill like that to the floor because Pelosi and, and McCarthy are captive to, the I call it the deep Congress or the deep state. We have revolving doors between committee staff on the intel committee and the intelligence community. So there's nothing that happens in the intel committee or in Congress, for that matter, that isn't immediately known to the intel community in the executive branch. We need to go back to bifurcating this. And we Congress needs to grow a spine. And they need to insist that the executive branch. It, what I would say, Glenn, is it, I would like to see a law that is even weaker than than what we need just to say that if you're going to monitor our communications because you suspect there's interference or if you're going to monitor the communications of a campaign because you suspect there's interference then you have to disclose it to the member of the legislature or to the candidate who's running i think that would go a long way because i think they're using this foreign nexus and the and foreign interference in elections as as a reason to spy on members of Congress.
0: Well, we we know that was happening uh, under the Obama administration. We know that they were using that foreign nexus uh, and and really illegitimately, um, even through the FISA court. But they were lying to the FISA court. I mean, it doesn't seem like the intel community is really answering to anybody. But but
5: we could pass. I don't law. know if
0: that's true or not.
5: But we could pass a law to make it a felony if they do it, right? Not just to defund it. We should we should go further, not just to notify, but to prohibit it and unless it's at the request of a member or a candidate for office, that make it a felony for them to spy on our political process or our elected
0: officials. And I'm and uh, what are we? Do- don't we already have that in the constitution <laughs> it's called the I mean, constitution it's, and it yeah, covers I mean, it, every man woman and child but right i mean they, it shouldn't just be congressmen it should be all of us but they've created this system of fake warrants in the fisa court the fisa court's not a real court
5: uh, our founders would be appalled that you have a secret court that issues warrants it's just a it's a contortion to try and act like they're in compliance with the Constitution. They should be required to get a real warrant to spy on not just politicians, but any member of society.
0: All right. Uh, Thomas Massey, uh, he's the uh, congressman from Kentucky. He's in a new HBO documentary called The Swamp. Uh, it's, it is something to behold. <laughs> Watch it on HBO. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Back you, in just a minute.
1: Is the Glenn Beck program?
0: Uh, okay. So let's. Uh, I can't.
2: Uh, what? Uh, what's your uh, sp- oh, uh, you want to do your uh, commercial here, Glenn?
0: <laughs> yes. Sorry Radio
2: about that. Radio Hall of Fame. Was, uh, Radiovote.com is the place to go to vote for Glenn.
0: Shut up. Shut up. Uh, Okay, so whether you're trying to drown out that annoying Zoom meeting you're supposed to be paying attention to or a spouse who's yelling at you about the mountain of laundry that needs to be done or the kids screaming, etc., etc., you need an excellent pair of headphones. And I have found if you just wear headphones, you don't hear a lot of that stuff. Um, two nights ago, I was laying in bed and I was just listening to a book on tape and I was wearing my uh, my E25 earbuds. These are from Raycon. They were not uncomfortable. I mean, I, I put my AirPods in and I hate them because they hurt so bad in your ears, especially if you're laying on them. Raycon, they're great, great uh, isolating sound-isolating ear pads. You're just going to love them. One-size-fits-all, 15% off now. They're half the price of Apple. Buy Raycon.com slash Beck. And check out RadioVote.com. Uh, this is the last weekend you can do it. Vote
2: for Glenn for the Radio Hall of Fame. RadioVote.com.
0: This is the Gledbeck Program, and it's Friday. Hello, America. There's been a couple of things in the news this week that I want to make sure that you didn't miss. Uh, and it is, you know, this audience is never going to be surprised by what's coming uh, and what is happening, because we are uh, over the horizon. It has been my job to tell you what's really going on and uh, and show you what is coming For almost 20 years now, and I mean, if you look at our record, you will see how right we have been for so long way ahead of the curve, we are now uh, still ahead of the curve, and I want to give you a couple of examples. Um, This came out from The Nation this week. Homeland Security is quietly tying Antifa to foreign powers. The Department of Homeland Security DHS intelligence officials are targeting activists it considers Antifa and attempting to tie them to a foreign power, according to a DHS intelligence report obtained exclusively by The Nation. Now, this just came out. Uh, The intelligence report titled The Syrian Conflict and its Nexus to the U.S.-based anti-fascist movement mentions several Americans, including the left-wing podcast host, who traveled to Syria to fight ISIS. The report includes a readout of these individuals' personal information, including Social Security numbers, blah, 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 blah. Dated July 14th, the document marked for official use only and law enforcement sensitive draws on a a blend of publicly available information and state and federal law enforcement intelligence. Uh, They're targeting Americans like their Al-Qaeda, Says a former senior DHS intelligence officer with knowledge of the operations. Okay, so now this is they're trying. The nation found this out and they're trying to um, excuse it and say that it's all trumped up. I want you to know this just came out this week if you were a blaze subscriber and you watched our uh, our program on june 10th remember this dhs memo came out july 14th a month before that memo our team had already put all of this information together and given it to you we are way ahead and uh, we do it because the times require it and you need to know the truth on what's really going on. Um, And I feel many times we're the only ones that are really covering these things in depth and tying all of the dots together. Listen to this clip from June 10th. They are called the revolutionary abolitionist movement. This is a shadowy, radical left group looking to direct all others towards a model patterned after what they've done in the past. Patterned, believe it or not, after the Marxist Kurds in northern Syria. We have heard a lot of talk from a lot of politicians. Oh, we got to save the Kurds. We got to save the Kurds. No, the Iraqi Kurds are good. The Syrian Kurds, as you have heard on this program over and over, are people that uh, took territory from Syria through an armed revolt and established a Marxist state. They were not on our side now they're trying to overthrow us they even wrote a uh, a version of something similar to the coming insurrection I want to show it to you you can get this now off of Amazon as well it's called burn down the American plantation they specifically mention the Marxist Kurd revolution and how it and I quote charts out an insurgent direction for anarchists organizing today uh, the guy who is uh, my chief researcher, Jason Buttrell, is uh, with us now. Jason, um, quite amazing that this is now coming out uh, in the nation. Uh, and the left is responding to this in the exact opposite way that that we did. Um, but you have confirmation now that what we outlined was is exactly right, is what is happening in the world. I just want to thank the uh, mainstream media for finally catching up two months later. That That's awesome. That's great. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. But they didn't. It wasn't the mainstream media. It was the nation. It was the it's nation true. that broke that story.
6: It, it, it shows the absolute incompetence, either that or something even more nefarious, of the people out there that we have traditionally yeah. expected to get our news from. We, yeah. we were first put onto this because we saw them talking online through online channels. Eventually, we saw them popping up at all of these violent protests, and they were handing they they, they were mainly primarily handing out food. Does that sound familiar? They were handing out food, mm-hmm. handing out water, stuff like that. But on the back channels, they were also saying. Time to escalate, quote-unquote. They were coordinating a bunch of these routes, and they seemed to be like almost trying to form themselves into an umbrella organization. We looked into them more, and yes, they have patterned their movement off of the uh, Marxist Kurds in northern Syria. Now, I think it's important for us to clarify, because I think a lot of the audience may be a little confused when we say support—because we've said support the Kurds. But you have to make a distinction— there are vast differences between the, the, the Kurds in northern Iraq and the Kurds in northern Syria. Their languages are completely different. Their ideologies are completely different. They are Marxists. They have used terrorism. And yes, we have used them as allies to help defeat uh, Syria, which further—I'm uh, um, sorry, to, to defeat ISIS. But that makes this more complicated. But I've spoken to them on the Iraqi-Syrian border. They are Marxists. They will use terror. Um, and the way that they were able to form their own nation uh, for a short time was by making autonomous zones. Again, the same thing that their uh, Antifa and these groups are trying to do here. They want to make small autonomous zones and then build upon that, build upon that, to where eventually they splinter off and break apart. They've
0: written a and, book on this. And, written a book on. And it. as we as we've pointed out, these guys have. Uh, have traveled there have been members of the left that have traveled to meet with them and to gain an education from them yeah to terror 101 is what
6: you would call that right. uh, that that it's, it's 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 so much more than just you know protests it's it's so much more than that it's so much more than riots there's a specific plan yeah. behind all this and it's a violent plan which makes it even more ridiculous that you know in the hearing the senate hearing this week you couldn't even have senate democrats even say that what antifa is doing is bad they they couldn't even just say right. that the rioting is bad well if you can't say that then you can't look at what the underlying yeah. ideology is it's incredible
0: so there there was another story that broke this weekend that again mainstream media is now on but they they don't they're not explaining it in fact Uh, They tried to uh, tie it into a conspiracy theory. I saw a couple of lines in the stories that made us made me believe that uh, uh, the mainstream media is still covering on what this really means. But we did a special. uh, The last one on the Kurds was June 10th. I urge you to watch it. Uh, It was uh, Insurrection USA is the name of that. You can find it on the blaze. But the one we did on the money laundering uh, in Ukraine of Kolomoisky, uh, what episode was that? Do you remember, Jason? That was called The Final Piece, with this character you're about to talk about being the final piece. This was back in February, unbelievable so in february we we put together um the final piece of the puzzle on what was really happening in ukraine uh and we said the the figure that is really at the center of this is kolomoisky he's a really bad guy he's the tony soprano if you will uh of uh of ukraine and we told you that he was laundering money and it's our money it was usaid money uh and We said at the time, the only way you can figure this out is if the Treasury starts to track this money. But we showed evidence that it was coming back into the United States. We didn't know what was happening to the money, but we showed you uh, enough evidence to lead a reasonable person to believe that that USAID money went to Kolomoisky. He then laundered that money and then invested it here in the united states we asked who was responsible for helping how did that possibly happen well those questions yet are um, unanswered but we now know where some of the money went and it was in ohio in cleveland ohio
6: Cleveland and Miami. Raids went down this week. I cannot believe it has taken this long. Uh, you said in that show that this was key to finding out where this money went. So we're talking about $1.8 billion. $1.8 billion. That could finance a small war, which, if you've watched the, the show, uh, that might have actually happened in eastern Ukraine. Yeah, we um, alleged that it did. But that but that money went to Privat Bank. That's, um, that's Kolomoisky's bank. It was later nationalized after they found out that all this money was mysteriously going missing. But it went through a bank in Cyprus, then poof, it went laundered all over the world. Now we said because we also showed in one of the previous shows that there were wire transfers that were going from um, Barisma, uh, which was which Kolomoisky is the managing principal of. one uh, money transfers were going from Barisma to Hunter Biden, so where through the Cyprus. Heck yeah, through Cyprus. Right. Where the heck did this money come? If you can find out the full trail, which it sounds like finally U.S. prosecutors are. Because remember, before, they wouldn't look at it. They wouldn't accept the information. Right. It got stuck in some right. court. Uh, what was it? An attorney in New York. It just got stuck there. Yep. Well, I guess it's yep. pretty obvious, Glenn. Now we know that the they got the information. They're following that money trail. If you can follow it to Cleveland, I kind of think you might be able to follow it to Hunter Biden. It's just a guess.
0: They- What's amazing is that dirty money that had been laundered um, with, I believe, Hunter Biden uh, as part of this. Um, It was money that was stolen from the American people. It was then laundered through a bank in Burisma and through uh, Biden, uh, I believe, Uh, and then uh, shipped offshore through uh, Cyprus and then lost we now know that what is it four of the largest uh skyscrapers or towers in cleveland are owned and it was with that laundered money that it was purchased by kolomoisky yeah, yeah. how is that now you- how what have you're investing in buildings in cleveland ohio really Th- what? that's how that's how and we
6: pointed this out in the show that's how these guys, these money launderers steal their money and that's how they hide it because once it goes to a, com- a country, it usually goes to like a construction company and it'll stay there for a while, it'll move on to some other location and they'll change their name and change the, so uh, my, my thought is it probably went to some of these, I'm just guessing here, but they probably went to these construction companies or these, uh, uh, you know, these, you know, large building companies or whatever and then it then went through another layer of laundering to where it then might have Probably went somewhere else. Eventually, all roads lead back to Kolomoisky and his, you know, his people. But that's why this is so hard to, to track the full trail, you know, of where this money goes. But I, that's, well, why, that's why I, I, it's so important, because if we can identify that, we might actually put an r- actual receipt to some of these funds that we're, we have questions about, like the transfers yeah. to Hunter Biden.
0: Yeah. One point eight billion dollars that just vanished of your money has now been found at least part of it has been found in miami and in cleveland um and at one point i think kolomoisky was the biggest landlord uh for uh you know large buildings In downtown Cleveland, which uh, I I don't know if it's still going on or not, but that's your money, America, and no one is giving you any perspective because it all goes back to Burisma and Joe Biden and his son, Hunter thank you for being a subscriber to the blaze your subscription actually helps pay for all of this research Uh, but we are on it and we have a few things that are coming up in the next few weeks Uh, next week is all about election fraud and uh, the mail-in voting that you don't want to miss all for members of the Blaze at BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code uh, Glenn and you'll save ten percent now on your subscription. BlazeTV.com slash Glen promo code Glen. Thanks, Jason. All right, you have an uncomfortable uh Mattress, before you go out and buy a new mattress, do yourself a favor and check out mypillow.com, the latest in precision science of sleep, coming from Mike uh, uh, Lindell. It is a mattress pad that is made of three levels that provide superior support, it evenly distributes your body weight, and it regulates temperature throughout the night. There's four corner straps that put this thing, your your mattress topper, into place. It's all covered with a durable, softest silk fiber. That zips right off so you can wash and dry it Uh, if your bed is uncomfortable, please try this mattress topper before you do anything else. If it's not what I say it is, and if it doesn't work, there's a 60-day money-back guarantee um, on all of my pillow products. Right now, 30% off the all-new MyPillow mattress topper, plus two standard MyPillows in one great bundle. Just log on to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and use the promo code BACK to get this offer. It's the mattress topper and the pillows. They have a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee at MyPillow.com. Dot com promo code beck that's mypillow.com 800-966-3117 welcome to the glenbeck program it's friday hey Stu, i've been watching yellowstone have you have you seen yellowstone with kevin costner i've heard really good things about it but i have not seen it yet It is fantastic. Really? It is fantastic, yeah. Uh, And, uh, you know, I've I've had two days, so all I've done is watched uh, Yellowstone the last couple of days while I was in bed. Uh, And uh, it just gets better and better. But I have a hard time, up, you know, uh, I don't want to give away anything. So, you know, there's some obvious things. But he's billed in the first season as a really bad guy. You know, you don't want to be like your father. You don't want to be like him. He's a really bad guy. I really like his character um and i you know everything in it it makes me want to live in a place like montana where you know not all not all of it i want to be really careful not all of it because some of it is very corrupt, but where the cowboy justice is like yeah, that's just wrong, so we're not gonna tolerate it and make it go away <laughs> I mean, in some ways just the common sense that has been lost i don't like the lawlessness of it obviously but the common sense that has been lost uh i kind of i kind of pine for a little bit if you haven't seen it yet yellowstone with kevin costner this it's good is the it's great
1: Glenn Beck program
0: First, let me tell you about American financing. Uh, Right now is the time to refinance. If you're paying 4% or more on your mortgage, you are way overpaying. It's like three and a half now. We're talking, it it looks like it may come down into the twos uh, in a short period of time. It's crazy. It's crazy. You'll be saving so much money. Uh, Everybody is doing this now, so you've got to get into line right now. Please Um, call American Financing. Don't wait another day. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, or call 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net all right uh we have uh we have ally coming up and uh, the final thoughts of the week as well stand by final hour
1: ...is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn
0: Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to Friday. I want to introduce you or reintroduce you, for most people, to somebody I think is incredibly brave and is speaking the truth on a daily basis, and not an easy truth, and one that is going to cause this individual a lot of hell uh in the short term a lot of heaven in the long term but hell is in this individual's path uh and i want you to know about her and i want you to know about her new book that she comes out she's coming out with uh she joins us in 60 seconds
1: this is the glenn beck program
0: all right when you purchase a rec tech you might think you're purchasing just a top quality piece of very very manly cooking equipment and you are but you're also you're also really purchasing a way of life who needs pizza delivery when you can make your own pizza right who needs to pull into a drive-thru when you can grill up the kind of burgers that would make you know any meat lover weep with joy and i have wept uh the smart grill technology of rec tech allows you to control the cooking of your food from an app at the touch of a button you just get it started you put the food on you go inside the grill does all of the work for you it's really tremendous this new smart grill technology totally changes everything and this grill is i mean it's built it's built like they would have built it when we were building things in America out of real steel. You know, when we really built things to last, follow Rectech on all their social media, sign up for their newsletter. You get all kinds of recipes and it really becomes a way of life. It's R-E-C-T-E-Q, Rectech, with a Q at the end. Visit R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. That's Rectech.com. thrilled to have in studio uh, now with us is uh, Allie Beth Stuckey. She is a Blaze TV host of Relatable. She is the author of a new book, uh, You're Not Enough, and That's Okay. Um, I, I am uh, thrilled to have her on because I've watched her grow over the years, and I've, I've watched her Uh, As the winds became extraordinary, uh, and she is the combination of an oak and a willow. She (laughs) bends when she has to, uh, but not on anything important. She stands straight up like an oak. Uh, Welcome. Allie, how are you?
7: Thank you so much. That was such a wonderful introduction. If you could do that, I don't know, in front of every (laughs) podcast episode I have, that would be great.
0: (laughs) Well, I really am so proud of you. I've been watching you, uh, you. and you are on the only answer that really counts. Uh, I think you are going to... And you know this um, persecution for Christians is coming yeah. uh, like probably like the first century um, and second century. But uh, uh, you are speaking the truth. And uh, that is really dangerous uh, to do on almost every front now.
7: Yeah. So
0: congratulations on that.
7: Well, thank you so much. I don't consider myself, I don't know if you think about yourself like this, but when people say, oh, you're so brave for talking about this, I certainly don't consider myself a courageous or a brave person. But I do feel, you know, compelled to talk about the things that I do. And like you said, this is the one thing that counts. There are a lot of different things that you can maybe acquiesce to or compromise on but for me, the gospel of Jesus Christ and just the source of objective reality uh, is not something that I can waver on. So if this is the only wall that I stand on for the rest of my life, that's good enough for me.
0: Yeah, well, that's a pretty important wall. Probably the <laughs> the only wall that is is really worth, uh, because everything is wrapped up in that. Right. Um, you In your new book, uh, you talk about you're not enough, and yes. that's okay. Yes. Yes. Um, And you share some really very personal experiences, uh, as a, as a woman and as a Christian, can we, can we talk about some of those, uh, issues, you know, starting in college with you?
7: Yes. So the book, the the other part of the title is escaping the toxic culture of self love. This what I call the cult of self affirmation or trendy narcissism. This idea that the world revolves around you, and in order to be happy or successful, you first have to basically be um, obsessed with yourself, in love with yourself. You have to have high self esteem at all times before you can do anything uh, that amounts to anything. Um, And I kind of went down this path when I was in college, this path of self-discovery, of self-love, of trying to uh, convince myself that I was enough for myself, that I didn't need a boyfriend. I didn't need a relationship. I didn't need religion. I didn't need God to tell me what to do. I'm just going to do whatever makes me happy and whatever feels Mm -hmm. good in the moment, something that a lot of young people get caught up in. And that included a bunch of unhealthy relationships that included uh, drinking too much. That included a lifestyle that was just unhealthy and wrapped up in that was also an eating disorder because my identity was wrapped up in looking a certain way and being liked by a certain uh, kind of person at the same time telling myself that I'm just doing what makes me happy and I'm proving that I'm enough for myself. Well, that led to a dead end when I realized I was really enslaved to that behavior I finally had a Christian counselor sit down with me and say, look, if you continue down this path of bulimia, that's what I was addicted to, you will die. And at 22 years old, I realized that is not the faith that I want. That is not how I want my parents to find me. And Um, And so, by the grace of God, I just realized that it's not more self that I need. It's not more self-centeredness and selfishness. I'm not enough for myself. Clearly, I do need wisdom and purpose and satisfaction that comes outside of myself, namely from the God who made me. So, yes, I had that personal experience myself.
0: It's a really weird balance because uh, God, as our dad, I look at him as our dad, uh, as our dad wants us to understand uh that we are special that we are unique that we we are we do have everything in us that we need um and so there's this it's the same message except it's distorted uh through our uh through our society so when you say you know you have to be happy and love yourself that is the same message that god gives us but what's the disconnect
7: Well, I would say first that it is a balance, that we do matter because we are all people made in God's image. We all have souls that are going to live forever. And as the Bible says, he loved the world so much that he gave his own son to die for us. And so, yes, we are important and we do matter. We do matter to God. The difference is we actually don't need more self-love to feel good about ourselves because (laughs) self-love is superficial. It's fleeting. It depends on your circumstances, what people think of you, what you think of yourself. It's very... uh, it's turbulent. It's unreliable. Instead, we need to take our eyes off of ourselves to put them on God who mm-hmm. doesn't change and whose thoughts of us uh, don't change. That is where you gain the confidence that you need, the fulfillment that you need, not from what we think of ourselves, but from who God is and what he thinks of us.
0: Right. And there is also something. I mean, we're living in, again, the, this this culture that is diametrically opposed uh, on itself, and um, you can't have real self-worth if you are only navel-gazing and not actually doing anything. You I mean work is important. Um right. what you do is important. Building and creating is important. Uh and and that's you're being told now you can't do that. You can't right. do that uh until you have navel-gazed. And right. that's It's insanity. It's the opposite of the truth.
7: Yes, we talk about work specifically in my book and how there is a push, I would say, especially among self-proclaimed socialists like AOC. You probably remember in the Green New Deal, she said, uh, we should make it a possibility for people to not work simply if they don't want to work? Well, socialists always discount this part of human nature, that working and productivity and cultivation, that that is what we were made to do, that the work actually existed Mm -hmm. before sin, before the fall of man. God created us to beautify the tiny plot of eternity that he has placed us on. And it is actually through that that we find more fulfillment. Just uh, what you said its through sacrifice that we find a lot of joy and satisfaction, not just by telling ourselves how awesome we are.
0: So tell me, um, could, you have, could you have had the strength um, to tell the truth and to weather the storms uh, that you know are coming your way uh, without God?
7: No, I don't think that it would be worth it. I think there are a lot of people who are not Christians, who are realizing that there is an attack on objective truth, an attack on, for example, the idea that two and two make four or the idea that there Mm -hmm. are uh, two biological sexes. And so there are people who don't know God who are going to stand on that wall and they're going to defend it. But without the standard bearer who is God, without the person who says there is objective truth, without the source of objective truth, um, then you're kind of on, you're kind of on sinking sand. Well, if God doesn't exist, who says what is and what isn't, then why isn't everything subjective? And so because I serve a God who is the source of objective truth and who the Bible says does not change, then I feel anchored. I feel that my feet are on solid ground. And I have, like you said, centuries and centuries of uh, history of Christians fighting for this at whatever cost. And if they can do it, then I think all of us can too.
0: What do your friends uh, say, uh, your Christian friends? Because I think we are going to lose about 50% of Christians uh, in this battle. I think uh, I've, I've done a lot of thinking because of my faith. Uh, you know, we're a very unpopular faith um, and very few people know who you know they don't know a mormon and the easiest way to get caught into a trap of yeah go ahead and destroy them is when you're just you're not known by people and i just think that we're going to come under attack maybe first because we'll be the easiest to pick off and then they'll just pick us off one by one um i think we are living in biblical times of of seeing real persecution do you Do you agree with fifty percent possibly falling away because it's just going to be too hard?
7: I think that it'll be more than that. I think that in our lifetimes we will see the death of the cultural Christian, so that it's not popular, it's not mainstream, it's not part of popular society anymore to have generally Christian or biblical values. And that sounds there already. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we're almost there, but it'll be more and more unpopular, I believe. And that sounds really scary, but what we see throughout history is that the church of Jesus Christ, it thrives in the margins, that the church is refined by fire. It is not destroyed by fire. And if we look throughout the centuries, that is where the gospel has been spread and God has been most glorified when the church is pushed to the margins. It's bad for society At large, because right now we are benefactors of the biblical worldview, whether or not people want to admit it in America. Um, But when the church is on the margins, it's actually good for the church. It's good for the gospel. And we know that in the end, Jesus Christ will win.
0: Uh, I have a question I really want to ask you, but I, I don't think I'm going to ask you at this time on the air. As I'm thinking, i was thinking to myself, I don't think I would want to be asked that question. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. We'll have a chat off the air. Okay. It's not a. It's a. <laughs> It's just a personal belief of uh, what you see as a possibility uh, in our future. Um, You are in this. You advise women to get married. Uh, You talk about abortion is wrong. Um, Why the uh, uh, why the passion on getting married?
7: Well, the Bible is clear that if you don't. Feel like you have to get married. If you're not compelled to get married, the Bible talks about this in relation to sexual immorality. Like if you've got your passions under control, the Bible says it's better for you to be single so you can focus all of your time on the Lord. So if someone is called to that, then as the Bible says, actually read that in the Bible this morning in First Corinthians, then uh, then it's great for you to be single. However, that's not the case for most people, and I see an aversion to marriage uh, in the millennial generation not because they're focusing all their time on the Lord but because they don't want the sacrifice and the commitment that comes to it because we've been told it's the old ball and chain and we're not going to be able to do the things we want to do which is partly true there is going to be sacrifice my point is that um, in that commitment of committing something that to something that is bigger than you and sacrificing a lot of your wants and whims for the good and interest of someone else brings you so much more joy than selfishness does. The same for kids.
0: I don't think that you can in today's society where it is all instant gratification and all right. me, 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 me. I, I worry about people who are choosing spouses because when you choose a spouse, when, it's when you have uh chosen wisely uh there is a lot of sacrifice but it is so worth it it is so worth there is nothing more fulfilling in your life than being married to the right person and having children right i i'm a guy who didn't want any children and now i wish i had 10 more right uh because it is it is um it's It's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed right. to have children and and that wraps you into uh, a place to where you can say, uh, the only thing I do that is important is in within the walls of my own home.
7: yes, and there's something yes.
0: really fulfilling in that,
7: yes. So we're told, especially the younger generations, that sacrifice needs to be avoided at all costs, that if it's really love, you won't have to sacrifice. But God says sacrificial love. <laughs> is the goal and like you said it brings so much more joy than you can even describe to someone who is not a parent or to someone that is not married and so you're just going to have to trust us on that (laughs)
0: This is a, uh, a book and a message that I urge you to read and to pass on. Uh, you're not enough and that's okay is the name of the book. Um, Allie uh, does the show called Allie, Allie Beth Stuckey. Um, she does her show on uh, The Blaze and she is well worth the time. I couldn't be happier for the direction you've thank you've you gone so and you're, you're just exceptional. Well, thank, thank you, you, so, you so, so much. Well
7: thank you so much Glenn, I really appreciate that.
0: You bet. Allie Beth Stuckey. All right, our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. Um, Right now, if you are a homeowner, you need to refinance if you're paying four percent or more uh, for your mortgage it's insanity to continue to do that Um, right now mortgages are in the threes it could come down into the twos Uh, by the time you get to uh, the the front of the line because uh, i think it's a hundred and twenty two percent increase in people refinancing their mortgages in just in the last couple of months so the banks and everybody is overwhelmed america financing has the staff they have the uh, ability to work in this volume along with everyone else but you're going to have to have some patience but i urge you to do it today do it today, um, because by the time you get to the front of the line, if you wait, uh, God only knows if you can even get it, AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. Call them. They're waiting for you right now. They can refi. They can take and consolidate your loans and save you a buttload of money, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Ten American Financing, ID.
3: NMLS, one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
0: So today, um, I've got a, a podcast coming out. I'm going to record it, and then it's going to go right out um, uh, this afternoon uh, with uh, Dr. Deborah. So it will be available online for everybody tomorrow at three o'clock. But um, if you are a Blaze subscriber, you're going to get it uh, earlier. You're going to get it as soon as we're done today. Might even go live. Um, but uh, Deborah So, she is a left-wing academic outcast. Uh, and she is an outcast because she tells the truth about sex and identity. I cannot wait to hear her take. You know, they're trying to, she was just on with Joe Rogan, and they're actually trying to uh, uh, get that one banned, that Joe Rogan podcast banned because she was on it and she talks about males and females. It's insane. Uh, what is going on but there was a story out uh, that i saw today a new california law will distribute grants to clinics offering transgender hormones to children so if you are if you're a clinic and you give hormones to children you're going to get extra money from the state i mean this is just evil what is happening i mean look you want hormones and you're You're an adult, whatever. You don't do that to children. This is child abuse. This is, I mean, we are just going so dark. Uh, and she's going to she's gonna answer uh, for this. Uh, Deborah So is going to be, I can't wait to hear what she has to say, uh, because I have a feeling um, this California law will be eviscerated by her. Um, a voice that you need to hear and uh, a voice we're going to bring you because uh, it's a voice that is being silenced. One, they are trying desperately to silence. And uh, that's usually a good sign of somebody speaking the truth in today's world. Um, Also wanna talk to you here um, briefly about something I I mentioned with um, uh, Thomas Massey last hour, the de-dollarization that is happening globally. And this movement now by our central banks, uh, the European Central Bank is being encouraged by our Fed to just open up as a actual bank. Uh, and uh, and just start deposit-making everyone, giving everybody in Europe and everybody in America a new account at the Fed. And that way they can just start putting money into your account. We've lost uh, control. Uh, more on this, this coming up.
1: is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Shave Secret, been telling you about for a while, it revolutionizes the way you shave. No more, you know, stuff, a bunch of stuff scattered around your bathroom. You have one small travel-sized bottle of essential oil. You put a few drops in your hand, and you rub it either, you know, on your face or your legs or, you know, ladies, if you're you're shaving, um, it is exactly the same. It's just essential oil. You put it on, and I'm telling you, your razor just glides across your face i obviously haven't tried on my legs but my wife has uh and it is it's great it stops all of the uh the rash that you might get or if you get ingrown uh, hairs or any any of the stuff that you have with trouble with shaving it's gone and it is it smells amazing it's made here in america it's inexpensive you're going to find it at HEB, Wegmans, Walmart or Amazon but you can also just get it just by going to the website shavesecret.com if you use the promo code beck you'll get a 10% discount it'll change the way you shave a great shave shavesecret.com promo code beck Last couple days to get on RadioVote.com
2: and vote for Glenn for the Radio Hall of Fame. we appreciate it if you did. RadioVote.com.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program, uh, hosted by me, Glenn Beck, played by me, Glenn Beck, because I'm the only one that could play me. And if anyone that isn't you know kind of fat and dumpy and old and white uh and uh somebody who has my exact beliefs and the same kind of crosses that i've had to carry my whole life uh if they ever play me i want you to boycott oh man if denzel washington ever wants to play me no (laughs) no he's not fat yeah uh Mm -hmm. and uh well that's the and thing. That's a, enough to be said.
2: It's a, it's not an authentic experience. That's what's right. most important about actors. They have to be able to be living the exact same lives of all the people that they play. And if they haven't played
0: that role, you know, through life, they can't play that role on the screen. Sincerely, let me ask you this. If Denzel Washington just did a dead-on Glenn Beck, if he could just <laughs> dead-on Glenn Beck, and they use prosthetics to make because he would never be able to gain this much weight, use pros- uh, prosthetics to make him look like me, I'd be thrilled. I'd be thrilled.
2: What well, a I strange mean, choice
0: wait, I would was- i don't know i'm just but it makes saying a lot of is, sense i gotta say but he's a great he's a great actor he's uh denzel washington playing uh something you know like me would be would be crazy mm-hmm. uh but if 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 you could get a denzel washington to star in your movie yeah i'm fine with that if hey. if he was if he could do a dead on me yeah I mean, I'm I'm sick of it. I think, I don't think there's a reason, you
2: know, they're they're not going to put a woman to, well, maybe with you they would, but I mean, I'm not, the point. (laughs) I don't
0: think that's necessary.
2: I, I think the point though is that you, you, you try to make the person look generally like the person though i mean i don't think that they should just start casting white people in the roles of black people for no, no reason no, no, no. I, I, but like I, when there's not a what di- i'm s- a discernible like you know a cartoon is a totally different story it's just whatever voice you like it doesn't have to be a black person or a white person Okay, so you,
0: we're talking about two different things here i'm talking about what's her name she was in uh she was in um a mission impossible she played the I, thief that had to go to Australia. Yeah. She was. I think uh, you're thinking of Zoe Saldana. Typhoid Mary. Uh, I think. If I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She played. Yeah, she played uh, Nina Simone. Yes. Uh, and she's she's now crying about it, saying, "I shouldn't have played." She's black, right? She's black. Yeah. To finish that she's story, also she's also crying Rican about it because she's saying Cuban. that
2: she was not. She's apparently not black enough to play the role or something. Is it seems to be the accusation. Well, she's
0: also not crazy. She's also not crazy. Nina Simone in the end was crazy. I mean, she, you know, she also hasn't been beaten by everybody who she's, you know, she's ever fallen in love with. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Do you need to have that as well? I mean, is it race? Is that the only thing that defines you now? And does every I mean, why have actors? Why have actors? Because all of them are pretending to be something that they're not. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah she, she's not black enough. Well, who cares? I, I mean, if she played crazy. the role well, who cares? Um, Besides Antifa.
2: Yeah. I, I, I Do we have a clip, I guess, of Zoe Saldana talking about this? Uh, let's check it out.
7: I should have never played Nina. Um, I should have done everything in my power with the levers that I had 10 years ago. Which was a different leverage. But it Was leveraged nonetheless. I should have tried everything in my power to cast a black woman to play oh, yes. an exceptionally mm-hmm. perfect black woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. That, oh. that it, it's you know, growing. It's painful. I thought back mm. then that Listen. I thought back then that I I was I, I, I had I had the permission
2: okay, because lie. I was
7: a black woman.
2: Oh.
1: And
3: I am, but I, but it was Nina Simone. And Nina had so a life. Who could, oh. the, who could play Nina Simone
7: been, other than Nina okay. Simone
2: on, with a standard? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I,
0: okay, you can turn it off. I, I, I've, I've, I thought a lot about this and uh, I've been asked to play Abraham Lincoln <laughs> and I, he was white and I'm white, but he was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he was Abraham Lincoln. Who are you going to get to play him? Uh, who? Abraham who? Lincoln apparently is the only acceptable choice there. Well, I mean, no, th- Nelson Mandela, except Nelson Mandela is dead and and uh, and not white. I mean, hey. you would have a you, you, Gandhi look, there's a mix here. Right? I mean,
2: <laughs> there's a mix here when you pick someone to play a real life person, right? You have to pick a mixture of mm-hmm. someone who looks kind of like him and someone who's talented. If you only look for a lookalike, you're going to get an impersonator from a street festival and they're not going to be a good actor. And if you just pick any random, the best actor you can find, they're not going to look anything like them. So there's a fusion there. And and if
0: you don't, if you have somebody who is really well known and is not necessarily the best uh, lookalike or whatever, uh, you know. Then 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 what do you get? You get a movie that nobody wants to go see Mm -hmm. if if you have an actor who is not well known, uh, but he looks just like him, sounds just like him, but not a great actor and not really well known. Well, then what do you get? Do you think Brad Pitt is worth $10 million? No, he's only worth that because people know who he is, they know his acting, and they will go to see him. Same thing with Tom Hanks and every other famous actor. Yeah. What, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it, it, it's really ridiculous.
2: I mean, like, you know, let me uh, give you an example of this, of a, a very much a a, a a group in Hollywood that is discriminated against ugly people okay Eileen Warnos was, was not a good looking lady okay she was a serial killer and you know who is a good looking lady Charlize Theron and Charlize Theron put on all <laughs> sorts of weird prosthetics to look like Eileen mm-hmm. Warnos, who is not a pretty lady he, she uglified mm-hmm. herself uh, to play the role of this female serial killer in the movie Monster, which she wanted, you know, she won an Oscar for it, didn't she? I think, uh, I think yeah, she did. Think She won Best Actress. Why, and, for that.
0: and why wouldn't you just get an ugly person?
2: Right, just get an ugly person to play the role. How can you get a really good-looking person to play that role? It's ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, like you, she's a really good actress. Right. So they put her in a role where she played the she did a very good job. It used to be that that was like the award winning thing. How I can't believe the bravery of her to lower herself to an ugly person to play this role that used to get you awards. And it did in this case. I don't think would she be able to play that role today? I mean, no. there are a lot of ugly people out there that are probably really good actresses that should get more roles based solely on their acting talent. However, they don't get the roles because, you know, they don't want to have people uh, leading movies that are ugly, generally speaking, unless it's a an ugly female serial killer. So poor, poor, ugly actress, whoever she is out there that looks like Eileen Warnos, they didn't give it to her. Why? Because they wanted Charlize and, Theron attached to it.
0: And you know there is a great ugly actress out there. Yes you know that was like sure there is man that was my role that was i was born for that role <laughs> right. look at me
2: right. look at me and they only give yeah. the ugly actress uh uh the the roles of like the annoying friend in the romantic comedy uh she gets that role all the time but she can't get the lead role because she's ugly here's the movie it's built for the ugly actress and they give it to charlie's theron is that fair I mean, no. I guess not in no, today's
0: not. world. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And that damn Harry Shearer. Oh. That, I mean, <laughs> he is playing the roles in The Simpsons of all kinds of people. And it's not right. Including. It's not right. Dr. Julius Hibbert, Glenn. Um, the doctor from The Simpsons. who He's a black doctor. He, well, not really black. He's I don't know exactly what pigment of paint he is. Um, But uh, Mm. he is a character of color.
2: Yeah, he's a... Well, yeah, actually on The Simpsons, they are all... There's a lot of yellow people on The Simpsons, which also Harry Shearer is not, but I guess those roles are okay. Uh, He was asked about this because uh, Hank Azaria, who uh, used to do the role of Apu on The Simpsons, which I don't even know if the character exists anymore, if they just deleted the character or if they hired someone else to do the voice. But he can't do that because he doesn't represent... Indian people or something and i I other than people celebrities I've never heard any Indian person actually be upset about this but that's a whole nother story uh so Azaria who's done all sorts of things that are much more offensive than Apu watch Brockmire for a couple of episodes and tell me he's not he doesn't he won't do anything that's offensive um and so he's now abandoned this they asked Harry Shearer they're like hey you're playing the the voice of of Dr. Julius Hibbert shouldn't you abandon that he replied Quote, I have a a very simple belief about acting. The job of the actor is to play someone who they're not. That's the gig. (laughs) That's the job description. (laughs) There's a conflation between representation, which is important. People from all backgrounds should be represented in the writing and producing ends of the business, so they decide what stories to tell and and what knowledge and performance. Um, Performance, as I say, is the job of playing the part of someone you're not. I'm not a rich nuclear plant owner. I'm not a Bible-believing <laughs> Christian who lived next door to Homer. I'm not any of those people.
0: <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's awesome. He he's is. No he is a real. No, he's a real lefty. But I just. I love him. Yeah, I think he's funny. Uh, he's really smart. He seems. He seems honest. And uh, you know, he's at the point of his career. He doesn't care. He just All. doesn't care.
2: Yeah, and he doesn't get paid by the voice. So him losing Doctor Julius right. Hibbert is not going to make any difference to him as financially. It's just a matter of like it's it's a matter of principle. It's his character. He's developed it. He's brought it through this entire time. If you want to add another doctor that you want to give to somebody else, do it. Unbelievable. But I mean, the guy is built this character from scratch, and I just I this sort of stuff is insane. And if we don't start. If, I just don't understand why people don't stand up against it. It's it's obviously insane. No, I don't think regular people think, I think this it's is a because, rational standard. You know,
0: so I think that it is. Uh, there's a couple of things going on. I think people are like, you know what? They got it to come into them. I mean, they they yep. created this world. Good luck, good luck. and they there's so there's that. There's also what am I gonna do about it? And I think there's there's another factor, and and fear in this particular part of of cancel culture, I don't think plays a real role. Um, I think it is uh, it's so ridiculous, it's going to burn itself out. You know what I mean? People just think. Yeah, Yeah, I hope so. Look, it's so this is so. No, I know. I don't think it will burn itself. I mean, it it will eventually, uh, but hopefully not in a you know a fiery furnace uh someplace uh it will eventually burn itself out uh just how far down do we have to go what's our bottom I don't I don't see anybody going I don't know I think this is my bottom I feel like the bottom if, if it's not making black
2: women cry for playing the roles of black women I don't know what what exactly it could be (laughs) where else can we go from here
0: our uh, sponsor this half hour is netsuite Uh, america has weathered the pandemic for long enough right let's get back to work we've lost so many businesses in the last few months 15,000 restaurants are gone and those are just restaurants one of the best things about us is our resilience uh, when we get back to work our tenacity so let's get back to work and let's work on our business efficiency you've got enough to worry about. I want to introduce you to Netsuite. It's by Oracle, and it ties all of the departments of your business together. Helps them communicate, so you know all of your numbers in real time, which is so critical, especially now. Twenty thousand companies trust Netsuite to go faster with confidence. The Blaze is one of them. Netsuite surveyed hundreds of business leaders. They assembled a playbook of top strategies that they're they're using um, as America reopens. What are those? strategies well they'll give them to you for free you just take a quick business tour or product tour of uh, NetSuite. you just go to netsuite.com back you'll get your free guide and you can schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com back that's netsuite.com back
1: this is the glenbeck program
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. Uh, The um, uh, Lebanese Hezbollah Secretary General, Hassan Nasrallah... Uh, gave a speech in 2016 where he described a nuclear explosion that could uh, detonate in Israel by Hezbollah using a description that fits what happened in Beirut. Um, Also, he threatened in the past to destroy Israel by by causing this massive explosion uh, in the port of uh, Haifa, Using ammonia tanks, he said, would be like a nuclear explosion. In 2016, in February, he said that ammonia is stored in Haifa. There would be uh, 15,000 tons of gas uh, and explosions that would cause the deaths of tens of thousands of people. He told the audience at the time that with several missiles, his terrorist group could set off the ammonia with the same impact of a nuclear weapon. Um, Now, we also know that they have a significant arsenal of explosives, missiles, ammunition and more stored in populated areas in a July report. They found that Hezbollah had at least 28 missile launching sites, command and control infrastructure, missile assembly sites, rocket fuel storage sites, and missile bunkers next to high schools, clinics, hospitals, golf clubs, yada, yada, yada. It looks as though this uh, ammonium nitrate was part of a Hezbollah uh, storage facility for weapons. Uh, We also know that Berlin... Uh, in the last couple of years found a ton of uh, ammonium nitrate in a storage facility from Hezbollah uh, in and around uh, centers of uh, population. They just found it in London as well. This, uh, This while this explosion may not have been intentional, this explosion looks like it was Hezbollah. And if If they lose control of the narrative, and this is known in Lebanon as Hezbollah storing their weapons uh, and killing all of these people and destroying uh, a great portion of Beirut, it's not going to go well for Hezbollah. This is not going to be good for Iran. And it couldn't happen to a nicer group of people in Iran. Iran gosh darn it hate to see them lose popularity in the middle east stay safe this weekend um, don't miss our podcast with dr deborah so it'll be out in just a little while uh, if for blaze subscribers and tomorrow wherever you get your podcast this is the
1: glenn beck program